0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. But it has been an interesting week. I mean, news-wise, it was kind of quiet. But you can always count on one group to make the news, lah. Right? <laughs>
1: uh, oh, I thought you're gonna praise our Reddit, our Reddit community for making uh, discussions very interesting. Cause we, we yeah, we released uh, a podcast over the weekend, right, with Sean Fu from Dear Straight People. Oh, yes, Before. correct. And that yeah. that I think there's been very good discussions based on that podcast. That like. was
0: so, so what I did as an intro went too too quickly into the, the topic for the day. Like. we need to to do a little bit of banter first. Like, yeah right? yeah, of
1: course, of course. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the interview with Sean Fu was the second part in a series of podcasts where we talked to members or institutions within the LGBT community. Like. First was true love dot is yeah. and then second was Dear Straight People. Yeah. So we are trying, so okay, True Love is, is
0: essentially a church that has their own approach to helping. It's a ministry, uh, it's a platform, it's a platform. It's not a church. Yeah, it's a platform. Yeah, so it's a a platform that uh, addresses the unwanted same-sex attraction, which is how they call it, uh, Mm. with a certain approach. Uh, The second one, Sean Fu, he's the founder of Dear Straight People, which is Asia's leading platform for LGBTQ content. And the third the third stakeholder we're trying to get hold of is is also someone from a religious institution that takes uh, a different approach towards such issues. Mm. Um, we're, we're still trying to arrange that. But but even these two conversations, I think they were quite illuminating for me. And judging by the comments on our subreddit, if you guys haven't headed over to our subreddit, please check it out on Reddit. Just Google Reddit Yalabat, and you should arrived there. Yeah. So the comments for both those podcasts have been super interesting, super detailed, super deep. So thank you everyone who has said, left a comment.
1: Yeah. Uh but it has regardless of what our podcast has been doing, it's still been a very interesting week uh, on the news yeah. front. So now now we can <laughs> now we can go now we can no, okay. So like
0: like legitimately news outside I mean general news hasn't been that active but yes it's been interesting because of that one particular group that I was hinting at earlier, which hmm. is which group, Terrence? Which group is that?
1: The They are the movers and shakers of the modern world of social the media. Thought leaders, uh, the, the thought, thought leaders. leaders.
0: The thought leaders. The key <laughs> opinion leaders.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, seriously.
0: Yep. Influencers. Correct. Talking influencers. Yeah, influencers. Actually, it's been a while since we've had some influencer drama, la, right? No. no actually, fuck, what am I what talking, are you talking about? about? <laughs> what the fuck? Am I talking what? About? <laughs>
1: we were we were in the center of the influencer storm and no and what are you talking about? Yo,
0: maybe 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 like two weeks without influencer drama is a long time. La, because now they're they're coming one after the other nonstop, man. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. particular one, I mean, we we take a lighthearted tone to it, but it does concern a very serious uh Area of misconduct, mm. uh, and it is sexual harassment, right? Yeah. So, right. so what happened was, I think it was uh, over the weekend. There were there were um, posts uh, on Instagram uh, by individual, by one individual who kind of came out and posted that he had been kind of uh, groomed mm-hmm. uh, mm. by decosh over Instagram a few years ago. Yeah. So. So for those for those who are listening and maybe not aware of decosh um how how would you how would you introduce Dekosh, Terrence?
1: Uh, uh kosh is uh Oh I was gonna I was gonna go into that a bit more uh, later. Oh later Because Dekosh is really if you really but broadly speaking, he is one of the OG an, of the YouTube scene lah. He's you know. an enigma. Yeah, he's the OG, like him, Noah Yap, Myna Herzi. Those were the first people who yeah. really started YouTubing in Singapore, um, but yeah, actually, uh, I well, I think so it's should more. I keep, than,
0: should I carry on the intro? Yeah, should I think I you on should. On the, give a bit intro. more
1: context, like about what what the uh, at least a broad introduction uh, as to what's been going on, because I think a lot of people might not actually know. Okay, so so Dikosh is a local
0: YouTuber, radio DJ. Uh, he's big on Twitter, big on Instagram, and like the epitome of what an influencer is like. He's very vocal about issues. Um, about any issues about youtube drama about social issues um, and over the weekend uh, someone came forward and said okay um, they are sc- he posted screenshots of dekosh like sending inappropriate messages to him when he was younger and slowly more and more people came out you know more and more mm-hmm. people came out with screenshots on grinder on uh, on on instagram because decosh he started off individually but then now he kind of runs a a talent agency like there's a few talents who who appear in his videos he manages them um and I, over the weekend uh, Dikosh got a lawyer who who also was who's a lawyer who also represented syashre yeah. a few weeks ago during her uh, protection against uh, harassment uh, that lawyer issued a cease and desist letter to the person who posted the original Post, mm. uh, right? And Dikosh publicly de- denied all allegations. He posted on Instagram that he denies all allegations, and he's going to take some time to clear things up. Mm. And then more and more people started coming forward. He was trending on Twitter. Um, there was more and more chatter. More and more people saying that, oh, you know, this this is not surprising. Blah blah blah. And then just today, which is the 18th of August, Tuesday, uh, Dikosh came out and posted something on Instagram with somewhat of an acknowledgement that, okay while he denied that everything was untrue initially, there is some truth to it. La. And then he kind of did one of those posts, you know, full of text and you slide, swipe right, swipe right, swipe right, the carousel kind of thing, explaining why he uh, atoned for his actions and why he will get better. So there's a, a very high level uh, chronology of
1: what happened. La. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, basically all the evidence that has been coming forward have been screenshots of conversations over uh telegram or some some of them are like even over uh dating apps as well right where supposedly yeah, yeah there were it was it might not have been decosh itself but, but he claims it, it could have been some throwaway account that he was using to reach out to to these boys and uh yeah I mean, basically there's a lot of screenshots coming out like, and, and you you see that there's a there seems to be a a modus operandi in place, like where it's a you know there's a lot of discussion about you know uh, being paid one thousand dollars to give a blindfolded blow job to a celebrity or something like that. You know, so so there is some promise not only of money but also of like you know working with celebrities. Ah. so that's where the whole thing just sounds very uh, insidious. Ah. Yeah, so
0: I mean the. Uh, uh, some there have been there has been a lot of talk about it on Reddit. Uh, the mainstream articles like by Mothership Today is basically everywhere, yeah. And certain influences have been very vocal. I think the person who has put taken the the strongest stance is Jade Rasif, who is very vocal about sexual harassment issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of pointed out certain things in Cautious apology that she would like to be to have addressed, la, Because essentially, Cautious apology. I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Uh, it, it's basically along the lines of, okay, today I stand before you to account for my actions. I woke up on Saturday morning to some Insta stories and allegations, blah, blah, blah. some of the allegations for me because they were baseless and untrue. However, even though I had put out on an earlier statement on Insta stories denying allegations which had surfaced initially, I now admit that there is truth to some of the things which are being said now, and I'm sorry to the people I have heard in the process. The second picture is, that he would never imagine that he'd have to address a matter like this. Now that isn't in the open, it's important for him to get straight to the point. Hope that after today he'll have forgiveness. Um, doesn't do relationships, doesn't do commitments, believe whatever goes on in the bedroom of two consenting adults is their own private matter. Always ask for any, the age of any person he propositions before he gets to talking about any details. Uh, some screenshots circulating of him texting with a 15-year-old that he now accepts is problematic. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this 15-year-old, he kind of what he says is that it was a friendly conversation which was cheeky and appropriate but he did not take it further. Mm. I think it had some insinuations of like getting in bed with him and all that and this is a 15-year-old person. Mm. So, um, uh, there were there were screenshots of a, a decosh uh, handle asking for sex on dating apps, and he said those were completely false. The person in the screenshots is Catfish. And that then he clarifies he never used his talent management business as a platform for anything else apart from professional relationships. Um, He doesn't blur the lines between family, work, and um, his business. And yeah, he said he didn't force his talents to... Respond in any way. He said they are free to do what they want. He promises that from here on now he'll do everything in his power to be better and he will take conscious steps to change. So then people started pointing out certain things that um I think so. One thing I also learned from I think it was Jade Russell's post is that mm-hmm. there's this confusion between like the age of consent um and the age of um like being paid for sex. Are you yep. were you familiar with the
1: difference? Uh yes, but but purely from an academic perspective, like, I, said, I mean, which is what. Yeah, la, age of consent is 16. That means you know, two people at the age of 16 or even old, a 16-year-old can decide that they want to have consensual sex with somebody. La. But yeah. below, but if you offer to pay anyone below the age of 18 for sex or proposition them, and promise them something in return for sex, if they the ages within 16 and 18, that's illegal. La. That's against the penal code. La.
0: Yeah, and... And um, basically, I think Dikosh, if he was talking um, kind of sexually with a fifteen-year-old, that's that is yeah, not that's, yeah. uh, allowed. And below sixteen is absolutely that's grooming la, right? Yeah, and and that's grooming. That's grooming Right. And it's and
1: it is it is in the penal code as well. Grooming where you yeah uh, talk about sex or we have the intent to you know uh, get someone to you know have sex with you lah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I think there
0: was one conversation he had where it was uh, just flirtatious. But mm. the screenshots that showed him asking for blowjobs and all that were with people who were 17, which uh, is also against the law, you know, yeah. that it's it's people who are below 18. So, I mean, Jade Russof, uh I think she was quite good in pointing out that, okay, she just had certain questions, but what do you mm. think of like how, how the internet has reacted? Because on one school of thought, people are saying, you know, fuck. Cause you know, cancel him, fuck this, fuck that. Another school of thought is saying, okay, he has accepted his actions, you know, he's apologized, let's move on. And then Mm -hmm. there's also this question of if he did those sort of things, like there's been no talk of the people who, the victims filing
1: lawsuits, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, There's been no talk of that. Uh, No, but then the police, there there have been police reports already. I think four, there have been police reports. four uh, Four of the victims or supposed alleged victims. Have filed police reports and uh oh, okay. and the police have confirmed that they are investigating right now, Oh, so
0: police have confirmed. Because yeah. the interesting thing that happened over the weekend is when the lawyers first issued the cease and desist letter, like a day later, they were no longer representing Dikosh. Yeah, so of yeah. course that that blew up a bunch of conspiracies saying, Oh, fuck, maybe they found out this guy is gone case, they give up, or there's there's a lot of speculation there lah. so mm-hmm. so we have no idea what happened there but the reason why we wanted to talk about it is because first of all we are we are from the influencer space and yeah. one thing that has come up is like a, um, a, an individual talking to another individual what like if neither of them are public figures it is different to us uh, in many ways compared to a public figure talking to uh, uh, what do you call what's the opposite
1: of a public figure a private citizen. A nobody. Is yeah. A nobody. Is a nobody. Yes, <laughs> correct. A nobody. <laughs> a failing person. A failing person. A failing person. Yeah. So, like,
0: if me and Terrence are talking to each other, there's two nobodies talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one gives a shit unless we yeah. record it and ask people to listen. But yeah. when a public figure speaks to a nobody, there is many differences. La. So, what we wanted to do is, like, talk about that. And I guess the one thing that differentiates this is the nature of de content in the past. So which one do you wanna do first, or what? What, what did you wanna talk about?
1: I mean, you, you, how do you feel when when you first heard this news and all that Because I know you okay. broke it to me, you broke it to me over our in our private WhatsApp uh, group and all mm. la, But how do you feel yeah. about it lah?
0: I mean, when the allegations first came out, I was thinking, okay, there's there's there's, there's, there's This can't be true la, Okay, and the reason I say that is because if you aren't aware of Dikosh, like I mentioned previously, that he's very Vocal, right? Because he has almost taken onto himself to be the moral police of the influencer playground, which I think is fucking annoying. Mm. Um, uh, I, I've, I've seen the content he's made. I respect his hustle, I respect his creativity, but I don't. I'm not a fan of his content, particularly the ones that, yeah, chastise people and in some way bully people. Like he and Hirzy did a video about Nicole Chu, Tru- Nicole Chu's, uh, poetry book, uh, like one or two years ago, which I thought was very. Uh, like per- full of personal attacks. And everything I know about Dikosh from the past is, yeah, there's, he thrives on drama. And what makes this whole thing so ironic is that two years ago when Eden Aung, uh, blew up, so Eden Ang is another influencer that I guess was the first victim of the Me Too movement in Singapore amongst influencers. Yep, yep. Dikosh did a live stream on his IGTV that went on for like 20 minutes and he specifically talked about how he feels very strongly against people who... Uh, against sexual harassers because he himself had been a victim of sexual harassment when he was younger and someone took a clip and put it on YouTube where he says like he was just chastising and calling out Eden Ang for preying on girls who were below 18 and he literally says these girls were below 18 impressionable girls blah 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 and then so when I first started seeing these claims I was like okay Dikosh can't be that oblivious that, or that hypocritical. But, and at first, I thought it was like some stupid social experiment of his because he's done stupid social experiments in the past. Mm. But when more and more came out, I just felt like, oh, fuck, is this true? Then that that was my my sequ- sequence of thoughts. La. But, but what about you? Uh, when I messaged that to you, what, what did you think when you first saw it? Uh?
1: I mean, actually, to be honest, the first thing that came to my mind was like, I was quite sad. Uh. I was quite sad for, mm. for the... I mean, uh I I whatever it is, you know, like content, you don't like his content or influencers, whatever. One thing is that D-Kosh is someone who has put out his entire life on online for very long already. Right? I mean, he's been in the public limelight for very, very long. Uh going yeah. back all the way to the early, early days of uh, Singaporean YouTubers, I think in the early 2010s, or even, I can't remember even if before. 2008, I think. 2008, 2008 or something, eight, yeah. Just, yeah. I remember yeah, he was yeah. like, this really young, fresh-faced boy, who was like making, this shitty, like, uh, low-quality videos, using the webcam, and stuff like that, you know, talking to mm. the camera, like how early YouTube videos were, mm. like him, and mm. Noah Yap, and, and, I think, Tosh Rock, Moon, yeah, Tosh Rock, and Munai Hersi. all that came a bit later, right? So, so it's mm. like, it's really like the OG, one of the OGs of YouTube, lah. so, uh you've seen him go from that kid to essentially now he's like, you know, he's quite successful as a content creator. He's a radio DJ with, with the second biggest radio station in Singapore. Uh, second or third because I can't i I'm not very sure. Power98. Um, all the same, La, all the same. La. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, La, he's definitely a, a mainstay in, in the Singaporean uh social media culture and all that. So yeah, to just see him, you know, the whole thing just I mean I look at this this is this is fucking serious like, this this is like sexual grooming allegations that are being put up against him and this is the kind of stuff that that you know ends careers and all that like. so it was just yeah it was just to be quite sad like, to to see this happen to this person uh, that I you know that I saw growing up as a boy and everything and now you know and and I mean yeah like, he's always he's I mean Like you say, he's always held had that that moral high ground thing against people. Uh, And and it seemed to have come from a very real place for him in in terms of like he he said that he got abused when he was younger and stuff like that as well. And so he Mm -hmm. was very against it. Uh, And you I mean, you kind of gotta empathize with that a little bit. So to see these allegations come against him is yeah, it just made me a bit sad about the whole situation. You yeah. felt
0: sad. Like, did you feel sad for him or sad about the whole situation?
1: Uh, I mean, I, okay, right now the things we, everything we, we we are reading now is allegations, right? Nothing, I think you're innocent yeah. until you're proven guilty. Lah. Even as Jade Russell herself has said. Lah. Uh, of course, of mm. course it's quite this, uh, I, I would say if, if they are true, obviously it's disgusting, you know, but, but definitely somewhere along the way, uh, yeah, la, same like this kid or, who was on YouTube or that must have son- something must have got, got to him la, if it's true like, I mean, something got to his head where he thought he was way too he's too big for the law to catch up with him and things like that no? uh, or, or somewhere along the way he just decided he's gonna he's gonna do this thing to that will cause that 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 en- ends up causing more problems for him down the road la. so I, I'm not sympathizing with his what what with him right now in terms of what he's done or what I'm just saying as, mm. yeah, like, it's just this it's just tragic that it, it would that it would come to this stage lah.
0: So that means when you say tragic, you're just thinking about like objectively the situation la.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean It's like, whoa well, when uh, when someone kind of like like someone who Yeah was going out on a successful track and on and then takes a the wrong turn. Correct you're correct. saying from that angle like it's it's a sad outcome la.
1: Correct, correct. I mean uh to some extent, when Noah Yap also, I mean, he he had his whole issues with uh, with with substance abuse and, and things like that years ago as well, right? It also was mm. like it was. I mean, I think even for himself, he's also said he's also said that well, it was like quite a wake up call and things like that as well. So so. But I
0: one I want also. I think a bit different. Eh.
1: No, no different, different, <laughs> different. But but I'm just saying yeah. in the the context of like, yeah, you're, like, you're, you're you're you know you're quite successful building up a career and all that. And then somewhere along the way something uh yeah, like rather foul of the law and, and do something wrong lah. No not, not absolving you of blame or anything like that. I'm just saying like mm. it's it's just uh yeah, it's just sad la, to see.
0: I would say for Noah's Noah, yeah, his thing I was sad. Uh, but mm. for this one I was more pissed than sad la. Because yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So I was trying to to curb my my sentiments that, okay, he's guilty because yeah, they are yeah. all just allegations. But what my peak pissed offness was when he issued his his post today saying that okay some of the things were true because the moment he did that right I lost mm. all sense of credibility like, because on one hand he denies all allegations but yeah. then now he says okay there's some truth and it just makes me feel like fuck man like everything he's been saying in the past was that was that truth or was it just jumping on the bandwagon uh and 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 just doing it for the clicks like? And and I'm saying like I can I, like if he really came from that background then okay that's one thing but his behavior these past few days granted he's probably stressed as fuck and all that but it has totally fractured all sense of credibility that he had in the past mm, because to me it it just feels like fuck man what 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 uh, like. What, what, are you are you telling me that you I mean so so this is where I'm I'm a little confused because even on his podcast he has had on victims of sexual harassment, sexual yep. assault. And yep. anyone, even the lay person on the street knows that sexual grooming and sexual predation is like a, a, a fucking huge no-go like. So that's where I'm more like amazed by what 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 the hell went on. If if I mean right now based on his his latest post, yeah like, there is some truth like, and he is guilty or something. To what mm, extent mm. we'll find out when once the investigations are done. But I was also thinking like how what how does the psychology work there? On one hand, you're such a vocal advocate. You literally talked about predatory practices and grooming in the past, and yet you would do, do may have been doing it yourself. Like, but you, you kind of just... you kind
1: of answered it yourself also, right? Like essentially like when you get to a point where people seem to be so rapidly supporting you because of your very strong beliefs about something. Uh, mm. you just want to feed that fire right? and then there is this Um, I, I mean you 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 know the adrenaline rush when you upload a video that you've been working very long on no no I don't know I don't know <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> no I mean as nothing. YouTubers as I don't YouTubers, get emotionally worked up when, we, when no. we upload videos as I don't you, know what you're talking about as YouTubers we we, we can very clearly say that's, that's what it is like when you work on something for so long like a video or what and you feel like it's got to you know it's got to you're going to upload this and it's going to fucking change the world you know, thousands of people are gonna watch it. They're all gonna respond positively. That that gives you a fucking adrenaline Oof. rush, la, Right? You have to admit it. La. Yeah, it does. Even yeah, if yeah, even yeah, if the does. video doesn't, even the video doesn't actually live up to the expectation, there is that little rush every time you just let it put out the video, like, Right? Mm, Correct. Mm. So so when when taking doing this kind of moral high ground videos or that, definitely there's some element of that. You know that dopamine hit, la When I put it out there, and then people, yes, yes, you're saying it. This, this, dot, this. You so know? it's like a drug. It's, it's like, like a, a drug. Drugger. Yeah, yeah. So, in some ways, maybe just over time, someone like him, he got um, addicted to that rush, Because and the the scary thing is that, you know, these these allegations are going are going being backdated like two or three years. They're not like recent, all recent events. they were backdated to the time when he was making videos about Eden Ang and other sexual predators and things like that like NUS molest and all that that kind of thing. So Mm. he was making those videos while going I mean uh, supposedly uh, allegedly going about uh, messaging these people at the same time. uh. So it tells you how Mm. there must have been like this it could have been something in the brain or what uh, he just cannot switch off that he needed that dopamine hit from having that moral high ground. uh, Right. So 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 how? You got, you got any dirt or not? We are failing already, you know?
0: It cannot be in a few months. Like, some fucking dirt comes out from both of us. No, dirt is really, really our, our
1: dirt for other people to dig up, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come clean, bro. Come uh, clean. Yeah, we yeah, cannot fail. We are at rock bottom already. Yeah, yeah. We, when, when you're rock bottom, it doesn't really matter. Maybe, in fact, uh, <laughs> you need a you need negative publicity for people to give a shit about you.
0: No, so that's why, I mean, even his his... His apology also, I felt like, um, but whoa, like it's definitely gonna be a developing case. And mm. I mean, even even if um, I don't know if he's proven not guilty for most of the things, and the outcome is like okay, he did some wrong but not that wrong.
1: I mean, how is he gonna bounce back from this, man? You think you think it's possible? Uh, I think it's harder uh, because like like he himself acknowledged uh, his conversation with the fifteen year old. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a bit beyond problematic, la. It's I would say it's it's firstly, I mean, he's not. I mean, he's thirty, he's thirty or thirty two years old when the time he was messaging this boy. He's thirty two now, so he was, 30, yeah, he was thirty. he was probably thirty already. So, should you really be messaging a fifteen year old about you know snugg- Text me when you're snuggled in bed and things like that, right? Just doesn't sound right, now nah. And other celebrities that has happened to other celebrities like when Drake. Was messaging, oh, yeah. that, you know, he was messaging that, 11, that, that girl from Stranger right? Things. Yeah, that girl from 11. Stranger Things. <laughs> everyone's like, wait, 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 what the fuck? I know Drake is Drake, he's famous and he's a Grammy Award winning rapper and everything, but should he be texting this little girl late at night? I mean, I mean, I say girl in the sense that she's what, 13 or, or she she was 12 was 13, or 13? Yeah. 12 or 13 she years old. La, below 15. Yeah, even though, like, even if you want to support her career, or that, you maybe you should be going through the mother or father rather than directly DMing her. La. <laughs>
0: so you're saying that even like 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 harmless posts uh harmless messages uh
1: are, are basically just a danger zone i think when you're dealing with like kids that young uh is it's you cannot say it's just a harmless message or so especially when it comes from someone with a blue tick next to your name on instagram which means you're funny have Happens to have so for some reason. <laughs> yeah, even though happens, we have like yeah. happens to have. I don't even. I don't even, Yeah, we, we like we barely. Our Instagram is so like 7, shit. Our Instagram is so bad. <laughs> but somehow someone decided we yeah. deserve a Blue Tick. But yeah, like When you get a message yeah, from a bet. Blue Tick, all is is for twelve or thirteen year old or fifteen year old person. it's, it's like a is like a big deal, right? So so that's what I was in. Um,
0: I was getting at about the dynamics between uh a public figure messaging someone lah because. Mm. Like what you're saying is that there is a dynamic, um and it has to be there is some weight given to that. Like it's, it's not just a regular person uh messaging you. There's there's almost like this celebrity fan relationship and and that can people be incriminated based on that kind of like does that add the weight uh to sexual harassment? I think if you I don't think so, right.
1: But if you offer like a chance to appear in videos and stuff like that, that is essentially like offering like uh Propositioning like uh, a minor, la, right? Because mm. you, you could yeah, you, you could argue that that is, that is like uh almost almost like directly uh just one level below offering money, la. you're offering like almost a job, you know. Mm. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so it's just such a yeah, I like I would say generally for the influencer space, it's sad. Because there are people shitting on influencers enough already, and this is mm-hmm. beyond just petty drama, which has happened in the past, which also involve uh, Dikosh. Um, this, this is, this is fucking like it's crazy, man.
1: Um, but, and but and do you think do you think there's a way for him to bounce back? That's your question that you are asking earlier?
0: No, I think maybe he has to serve his... If he's guilty, he needs to serve the punishment for whatever that is. And I think that's mm. the only path to redemption. He shouldn't get a shortcut because he's a public figure or because he atoned for his sins or because mm. of all the good he has done in the past speaking up for sexual harassment victims. I think if there's going to be a police court uh, case and, and I think right now I am of the stance that okay, there's we can't lynch him or anything. Um, and I don't, mind, don't mean like physically, like literally lynch. I mean, or on, lynch him online mm. and and like fucking cancel him because if there's police investigations going on, then we respect the process and let it go on. But I think one way of redeeming is to go through whatever the outcome is. La. Um, yeah. And I think that that is probably the path. La.
1: You know, you use the word cancel uh, and then we've had a lot of discussions about cancel culture recently. And then yeah. remember the example we brought up about, uh, I think you brought up to Sasha about someone like Harvey Weinstein like, should he be cancelled mm. and all that lah? Where, where mm. do you think this lies lah? You know, does, is it a Xia Xie type of or is it closer to a Harvey Weinstein kind of cancel? I think uh it's closer to a Harvey
0: Weinstein uh, because Xia her can- like, cancelling her, I think, okay, there are certain things that were seditious and all that, but certain things felt like okay there it was kind of blur like what line is she mm, actually mm. breaking. Whereas this one there's fucking like, statutes and penal code that and he clearly violated it la. So I think this one allegedly it's, it's allegedly Harvey No Harvey. not clearly allegedly. allegedly. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly allegedly violated it. And I think it is closer to the Harvey Weinstein where there was allegedly uh, a crime conduct uh
1: uh uh conducted la. Mm. so yeah i see a lot of xia's name being thrown up a lot in the comments and stuff like that which i feel uh, is a bit unfair towards her Zola
0: but in what context because i think i've seen her being called up because people are saying oh you know the what the hirsies and the noc's and Tien Haos and sylvia and then why you're so quiet now uh, you all are best friends with with D-Kosh, right did you really not know so mm. i don't know like we know of him we've we've worked He's been in one of our videos before. He has, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's been no, in one of our videos before. I think before.
1: Eden, Ang, Eden Ang, we've worked with him before in our videos, right? You know? And yeah, because yeah. we've worked with him in our videos. We've, we've worked yeah, with all so them, we yeah. Had, yeah, we've have, we have had professional relationships
0: with him, but there's no way we yeah. hang out or know him personally. Like. But, um, yeah, just... It's just like, Laway, why, what the fuck is going on, you, man? And, actually,
1: and, just to take a moment, uh, I never asked you before, like, but you have never been solicited by any of these uh, people, or anything while working with mm, them, not, no,
0: yeah, not, not that I know of, because, uh, I mean, because uh, we started YouTube when we were old
1: as fuck. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I think if anything, people yeah, will we, be like people will be looking at us with suspicion. Huh? <laughs> right? yeah, who yeah, what
0: is old people like 30, 130 and thirty two years old starting YouTube? Okay, uh, okay. surrounded by all these like 21, 22-year-old people. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so but we, want, were the, we, yeah. we had the bullseyes on our face to be the creep, the creepsters the creepy, of, of creepy the, the influencer space, yeah. But,
1: but I, want, I, I, I think it's also interesting. You know, a lot of people who are not in our industry or were just dismissed, uh, maybe it's just flirting, maybe it's just, uh, you know, the Locker casting, room couch, talk, uh. custom, casting couch-ish kind of culture, but maybe just talking only. What? um, But, I think uh not, not saying that we we do it very well lah. but we have done risky like videos and stuff before la where we needed uh you know for example we needed someone to be uh topless while we are doing a body body paint uh prank right remember yeah, so for things public. like that yeah so for things like that um uh you know is it is it normal for for the creator to just be messaging the model herself directly and, and things like that?
0: I mean, just to think about, okay, so, I, I think that was after we were we finished the HBO shoot, mm-hmm. right? And I bring that up into context because, okay, so, the con- for context, the video that Terrence is talking about that we filmed uh, is actually called Body Pain Prank and it was done for a government client and it was about educating the public to be aware of their surroundings to counter the threat of terrorists. Mm. So, somehow, we managed to convince the government client that, hey, okay, you know, if you want people to be aware of their surroundings, why not we do this prank where we body paint a topless model uh, to blend it in to the, a mural on Waterloo Street in Singapore, um, and I'll try and take selfies with un, uh, unknowing passers-bys of the public and We'll try and get as close to the wall and see how long it takes for them to realize there's someone on on, on the wall. So when we did that, we knew that it was going to involve a female model and we needed a body paint artist. Um, and I do recall um, us referring or at least my pointing out my experience when I was on the HBO shoot in 2016 because I was in an intimate scene mm. um, and and I kind of like saw how they handled it, which I think was a, was a good way of doing it. And there are proactive steps to take. Like for example having a female person on set is super important um and having a female person to do the to find out the details about i don't know their vital stats or something is 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 a is a better option to take. La. because mm. I think even for us we specifically got a female producer to to handle the female actresses so so i think there are ways to protect yourself and not say just protect yourself to do it in a way that is more professional that doesn't Make the actor in question comfortable uh, un- uncomfortable uh. but you're asking this in the context of what like like did is Dekosh kind of liasing with the cast directly uh, opening him up to to threat to to being mis
1: misunderstood uh? no because i I'm just imagining that if I wasn't from this industry uh, one of the most immediate things I think I'd be thinking is oh if you' if you need to be casting hot young boys or hot young girls. Of course, you'd be like you know talking with them and having being fun with them and flirting with them and things like that, lah. But what I'm saying, uh, what I, I would, I'm probably trying to just emphasize is that uh, it doesn't have to be the case, lah, Where there are steps that you should, you you can and you should take to uh, protect yourself as a content creator as well, lah, Right from from allegations of abuse and things like that, by like like what you said, like hiring a you know a female. Producer or makeup artist or, or body paint artist to take care of of things like that, uh, and then if like if there's any uncomfortable things that you need an actor or someone to do, um, there must always be some sort of protocol in place to ensure that the person if they, they feel uncomfortable or what they can sound off la, right?
0: Yeah, but but I think just on that note, like we we for for that shoot we had a budget because it was a client shoot, so we had mm. the ability to hire a producer. Mm. I think for a lot of YouTube videos where we didn't have that luxury, it might, it, we wouldn't be able to get a producer. La. But I think I agree with what you're saying is that in an industry where so much is based on physical traits, right? Mm. Um, I, I do feel that everyone who might be in a position that could be seen as like, um, could, be, could be misunderstood or misconstrued, you also need to take some proactive steps la, mm, just mm. to make sure... It's absolutely clear that there's no shadiness going on. So yeah. that's assuming that you don't you're not starting from I want to I I I'm going to be shady point of view. Like, uh, because in this case, unfortunately, I think based on the screenshots, it feels like Dikosh had had ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah And that's yeah. what we are awaiting confirmation. But yeah. for anyone in the industry, if you want to be professional, there are steps you can take. Like, and I think it's coming becoming more commonplace in not just media industry, it's in every industry, right?
1: Correct, correct. I, I think, I think, especially with Me Too and everything, I've heard of situations yeah. where, yeah, basically bosses can't go on one-on-one, like you know, lunch or dinners with, uh, with you know, a, a member of the opposite sex. Uh, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like really? Like, yeah, like a male boss can't go with a female staff one on one lunch or, you know, that kind of thing. Lah. Is
0: it is it in Singapore
1: or No 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 I'm thinking globally, elsewhere. globally. And then there have been some I
0: thought that I thought that was just Mike Pence. I thought that was Mike Pence and he was ridiculed. Oh no no. Yeah that was
1: That's Mike Pence. But I've heard also in like finance and other industries, uh professional mm. industries uh, are that, that nowadays you have to be very careful about these things. Uh. You know, you 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 just don't want to be caught in a situation where, uh yala, yeah, you're you're maybe just making a joke or what could be seen as a sexual advance. Uh. But but not and but again we're not saying that this situation here is that like where because is just you know it's just we we know for a fact that he's just only hiring people and that's why he he he's just been he's just quite innocent now. But because even yeah, you know, even to my eye or your eye, I think uh you know, it's just a bit sketchy like, the way you're approaching a talent, you know. Um yeah. and not giving details of which which celebrity you're gonna give a blowjob to? I think if it was one of us, we definitely would. We at least identify who the celebrity is, like, right, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we ever come yeah. to the stage of doing like blindfolded <laughs> blowjobs, wait, <laughs> wait what?
0: <laughs> I you, zoned out for a minute. Like what? Fuck you I zoned you out while, while we're recording a podcast. What, fuck what the you, you lah. Zoned
1: out while we're doing podcast. podcasts. That, you talk about professionalism and then you're like, <laughs> I just slipped this thing in and then you're like, what? 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 don't
0: <laughs> no. know what the fuck you're talking about. I had nothing to do with whatever Terrence said that ended up with like knowing the
1: identity of the celebrity blowjob. But you know, remember, remember? you remember years yeah. ago there was this this like uh Japanese game show about like uh, karaoke blowjobs. The or job. yeah, Ah, handjob karaoke. karaoke, karaoke. Hand karaoke hand yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you think they go around the casting for that kind of thing? They also, it would sound something like what, what some of these messages that these boys no, have been getting, I mean, right?
0: No, but if you think about it, there's a whole porn industry, right? Mm. And aside from the amateur porn that is filmed, there's professional porn stars, porn actresses, porn writers, porn correct, directors. Correct, correct. And there are processes you put in place. So correct. for the handjob karaoke, which, which for people... Who you can actually find videos of it on YouTube because they mosaic it out in true Japanese fashion um, but it's basically some guy singing trying to hit all the notes while uh, a woman is apparently giving him a handjob. Like. So they mosaic the handjob so you don't really know whether the handjob is and wait, before you go and further, I,
1: before you go further, if you've got kids listening to this right now, Parents, please don't let your kids like Google oh, this on YouTube. Fucking the whole there.
0: podcast, now you, now you
1: <laughs> give the disclaimer.
0: We've talked about so many fucking things. You just had to do it while I'm talking, right? Have to to make it seem like, ooh, I'm, I'm taking it into the R-rated territory. Fuck
1: off lah, okay? Because, you because you're, giving us graphic, of- you're giving such graphic descriptions of it. I've just said, head job karaoke. And then you're like, oh, you know, this is mosaic, like the Japanese thing. What Japanese thing? What Japanese thing? What Japanese thing? You tell people what Japanese thing. <laughs> Which part of Japan you go, you see all this mosaic everywhere. <laughs> Which building you
0: see? You mean you mean when you walk around Japan, you didn't see mosaic like on people's faces and all? Fuck you lah! Like, all I said was Japanese mosaic. What's so graphic about that? Huh? There's Japanese mosaic. Someone giving a handjob. I think it's a lot less graphic than you saying a blindfold celebrity blowjob. <laughs> so 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 screw you man like this whole if you're a parent and up to now you're playing this to your kids who are maybe not babies yeah fuck it they can listen to whatever you want yeah, and yeah. older kids that's fine but if you have toddlers running around then I, I half um, think like what are you doing but I also half like respect you and kudos to you because we're talking about important shit you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm still not saying anything graphic all I say is Japanese mosaic um, if you know what I'm talking about good for you if you don't uh, you'll figure it out on your own lah. But going back to what I was saying yeah. is that yeah there's, there's there is those clips of that uh that 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 process happening and you can find it on YouTube but I would say that probably because it's ultimately a reality show kind of thing you never know what happens on reality shows like maybe she's just like um moving a hand and he's just you know showing expressions like that and when mm. the time comes there's some there's some like uh, creamy liquid that they yeah. that's just a prop that they throw on the floor and all that. La.
1: You're saying this because so, I mean, are you in talking in context that that there's been a lot of revelations recently that Terrace House is like fake? Ah, huh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. In the past one, two months after the, the suicide, la, a lot of allegations have come out. La. Yeah. Oh, so when when you say man. Japanese reality TV, now it's a I mean, in Japan, it's a very big deal. La. People are talking about it being all fake and all that
0: oh shit yeah, yeah
1: well you went into yeah, very dark territory for... there
0: yeah that's why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> from your japanese mosaic suddenly you talk about suicide oh, wow. it's yeah and again nice it's stuff. you uh. it's again you uh. it's again you it's all it's all you but yeah,
0: yeah. like to to wrap up the decosh thing i think like right now i mean i'm sure by the time we upload this podcast by the time you're listening to this much more would have developed i don't know it's just it's just um, curious to know what you guys think because on Reddit, there are a lot of threads talking about it. Generally, it is just, I don't know. I don't think there's anything new over there. I think everyone's just waiting to see what happens. Mm,
1: yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: if, if you've got any thoughts or if you disagree with us in any way, please let us know on Reddit. Correct. Um, and one thing we are very happy is that comments on Reddit actually get a lot of comments in response. So that's that's what we, we love to see because more so than Facebook and YouTube or anywhere else we have uploaded content, the comments on Reddit um are fucking amazing. And yeah. one benchmark that we have always seen is that when people start responding to other people's comments, you know you've got something magical. Uh, and, and we are and reading. Like, we what,
1: are reading them lah. We might not respond immediately, but we do read them yeah. and, and vote up or down accordingly. Down vote you know, and yeah, upvote. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So so, do you have a segue into our next topic,
1: Mr. Uh, King of Segways? No, la, not really. Because this one is such a heavy... Okay, la, I mean, speak going from that very heavy topic to a very heavy type of meal served at this particular type <laughs> of restaurant. Uh, just a couple of days ago, yeah, there was that, a Mexican restaurant. Mexican food is heavy, right? So, you know, like from heavy... Topic
0: to
1: hear. Mexican, Mexican, oh, Mexican Korean. Mexican Korean. Mexican Korean. Uh yeah, yeah a fusion, Mexican Vatos. Korean uh restaurant got got in the news because it's called Vatos and it's in Holland Village. It got in the news because uh, apparently it called the police on its own customers, on seven of their own customers who were breaking the, the safe distancing rules and were socializing across tables within their own restaurant. La. And uh I mean, the the owner of the restaurant uh, on Saturday, he wrote quite a long Facebook post to explain why he did that. And um, I think the line that he really, that uh, I think everyone took away from it was that, if it came down to it, I'm sure most restaurant owners would choose their and their staff's livelihoods over a group of expats being deported. So basically, he's just saying that, yeah, don't be, you know, if you're just being a selfish person who refuses to follow the rules, like, don't expect the restaurant to be to be pleasant to you, lah. And mm. um, and I think that, that that you know it triggered quite a lot of uh, reflection, and and there were comments of saying like, you know, how can you call the fucking police on the on your customers and and things like that, lah. Uh, so what do you think when you first heard of this, huh? Um, I I think from the restaurant owner's perspective.
0: I, I think I can understand why he did that. Like. And honestly, when I read this, I was like, oh, shit. Damn customers. And that was that. Like. I, I just, I, it was one of those where I read, I'm like, oh, shit. Again, people in mass, in, in groups being inconsiderate. Um, mm-hmm. And I wish that humans in general could be better and behave better. But then uh, the cynical side of me thinks that, okay, it'll never happen. And that there just needs to be measures in place to protect against this, like. So that yeah. was my initial thought. I okay. didn't find it polarizing. I didn't feel strongly one way or the other. La. But then yeah. when you pointed out that on Reddit there's been a lot of discussions and 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 then I started digging deeper. La. But, but yeah. what was your initial thought?
1: Uh I mean my initial thought was that, yeah, you know, it's the fucking customers again. Uh but actually after that I did think more about it. it was like, then does it doesn't that mean that the restaurant isn't uh, isn't enforcing safe distancing because if the people can be talking across tables to each other it probably means that the tables are not very you know uh not distanced enough like right so so isn't that also a fault of the restaurant to that that they allowed this to happen because of course one meter you can you can say that yeah lah, if i sit on this chair you know one meter more than one meter away from the person at the next table but but realistically is the distance within the tables really that like enough lah right that, that's my that's mean, my worry but if e- enough would be one meter
0: la, right so so unless you're saying they go above and beyond and make it two meters la. yeah if
1: they, if if there's a tendency if they are encouraging the tendency of these groups to come in and then like sit as two tables and all that then it also means that their own arrangement within the restaurant isn't working very well la, right
0: but this one just based on the post um, that, that, that's assuming that that uh the group or 4 and 3 were the same group la. I yeah. know I know there are people trying to book like two different reservations sitting across and for a group of friends to go out lah and I know the regulation is even groups of friends you need to be restricted to 5. So yeah. I think what the authorities want to do is make sure that your social group is no more no more than 5 regardless of how many tables it's split up uh, over lah, right? Mm-hmm. So but in this case I still feel that um it to to put it on the restaurant kind of Re- removes a bit too much responsibility on the patrons eh? because i think as much as okay like a- any rule that is made that is um like any law uh in in society also needs enforcers right mm. but if people still still commit the offense yeah it's not the enforcers who are kind of responsible for that what it is the people themselves right
1: but but i mean the, i i also say this because there was uh, another a separate incident of a of a Chinese hot pot restaurant that apparently had a private room that could sit 20. And they they locked up these 20 customers inside this private room. And apparently the social distancing ambassador had to, I don't know, force his way in or something like that and then discover them in their in that room. So so to me also, I don't want to I don't want I think the broad stroke is to paint like, oh customers' assholes, the restaurants are all like just trying to survive and all that because sometimes there's also, you know, the other side of things The so restaurants are literally not like following the rules and, and also just doing, looking wow. out for their own bottom line us uh. <laughs> You know, so, so I mean, I that's mean, just so ridiculous.
0: That's just yeah. so ridiculous because everything you hear in the past, you know, like fucking like, um, what are, what's the, traf- human trafficking, you know, 20 people crammed in a room <laughs> yeah. trying to go from one country to the other to build a better future for their children. In Singapore, fucking people crammed into a room to eat fucking yeah. hot pot and yeah, the authorities yeah. have to break in and be like, yo, fuckers, there are yeah. 20 of you eating fucking hot pot. No, and, oh then, and then,
1: then you hear there was a, I think in, in Katip or something, there was a KTV that wasn't open yet, but they were having a, a preview or something like that for, for uh, some VIPs. La. And then it and ended up like one of these VIPs actually had COVID. La. So that, that KTV had to be, uh I mean, it's not going to open for a while, but, but then I was just thinking, wait, wait, how come, why are people like having previews of KTVs at this time of the at this time uh, during COVID and all, I thought I thought like all KTVs are, are basically shut down at the moment. Uh. No, but you see, in those cases, it's
0: almost yeah. like the restaurants and the KTV had to take extra steps to mm. to form this like haven VIP area for people, this group of people clearly flouting flouting the regulations to do their thing. La. Whereas for a restaurant, based on what this guy says, which mm. let's say we given him the benefit of doubt, it was in the common area, then I mm. feel. There's only so much that you can blame the restaurant. La, because one meter distancing, like any restaurant that is going through a tough time, you want to get in as many customers as possible without breaking in the law, right? So you can enforce a turnover of 45 minutes, one hour and all that. But I think yeah. to a certain extent, the customers also need to be held responsible. La. So so that's where, like, uh, if it was the common space, if it was in the area, I think this, I empathize more with the restaurant owner than the than the patrons, la.
1: Wait, wait you talking about uh the, the hot pot place or the or the No hot pot place, fuck them <laughs> like they deserve it. Like. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck fuck the hot pot okay, place, okay. fuck the customers.
0: All of them deserve to be just like put in a room <laughs> like a sauna, you know, just for twenty hours a day. Just a, a like sauna at forty five degrees and then just, just let them come out uh for Ew. a few few
1: hours and then go back in. You don't say so That's too soon. Much, uh. right? That's Later, too much, next week we get the, the hot pot owner to come on the podcast, and then you <laughs> then you have to sit opposite <laughs> each other and explain explain no, why do ne- you why do you ne- saying week- you wanted me to die in the sauna. Why you say you want me to die in the sauna? <laughs> hey, no,
0: no, I never say die. I never say die. Okay, forty plus degrees is hello. It's the temperature of a lot of countries around the world in summer. So if you are saying that forty plus degrees kills people, right? Then I think you're 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 putting words in my mouth, la. What I was going to say is suddenly next week there's a report of me and my family or something eating like. I don't know, like uh, I don't even want to say prata because that's too stereotypical. I'll say like uh, biryani or no fucking stereotypical. Uh, kimchi, no fucking mm. why? Why kimchi? Why Korean food? Something mm. like uh, fuck. Okay, the, the joke just died. The, okay. jo- the joke just fucking. Wait, died. just a
1: small thought okay. experiment. What if uh, like you are you're out with your your friends, you and your girlfriend are out with your friends, and then you're a group of five, mm. you all go to a restaurant. Then it just so happens you are seated exactly right next to your girlfriend's friends. Her group of friends of of five, who are just meeting up and all that la. and then so just so so in that case you know both groups lah, and it's not and you completely didn't plan it or what? Then after that they come to you and they say, hey, you sorry y'all cannot be here stay here anymore. You are you are breaking social distancing rules. Then how?
0: No okay. So so I think the better thought experiment is because when you when someone clearly breaks social distancing rules where you mean like physically going from table to table or is it just mm. two groups of five talking to each other talking talking
1: uh, talking to each other that's what I'm saying Like it just has oh. just so happens that you all sit, are sitting next to each other on a Saturday. Then
0: I would blame my girlfriend and use that as brownie <laughs> points for the next argument. I'd be like you didn't know your friends you didn't know your friends were coming here I said, See lah. Uh, it's okay, like you then you cause us to spend less time together, then it's your fault la, to, to like buy me some free free time in, in the <laughs> Fuck, if she listens to this, Wow, uh,
1: so no, okay, so how would you react? How would you react? Uh no, I mean that that's the that, I think that's the kind of situation where is I mean the army that's a very eloquent term for it for it called LPPL La It's like Satamo, you know, you Oh, what can you do? I mean it's just God, God put you there with your friends and you probably thought you all have a nice party together but you know you can't. Uh, then if you don't talk to your wise friends, uh, then also you'll be called, like, what's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, Exactly. <laughs> Why are you so unfriendly? Uh? Why are you so unfriendly? Why you don't like it's my like friends? It's like a huh?
0: curve your enthusiasm
1: moment. But I mean, what the... But I mean I I've heard things about social distancing ambassadors also. Like some of them can be very curt, very uh yeah. aggressive to restaurant owners. So I also yeah, I feel quite bad for restaurant owners sometimes uh, when they have to deal with that. Uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is this. Maybe the government will say, okay, we're gonna introduce a bunch of wearables that will beep very loudly if you go within one meter of a person that's not in your group, like. And then mm. people will be like, oh fuck, you know, my data, my privacy, my blah 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 blah. Then this will happen again.
1: Oh, actually, that's a good idea. Like you enter a restaurant and then like you have to wear this thing, like like you say like, a wearable. That buzzes you, yeah. If it's you like go when, you're reversing,
0: car, you know, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're
1: reversing the car,
0: lah. You know, when you're reversing the car, yeah. that beep, beep. <laughs> wow, some of the cars are fucking annoying. I the, <laughs> the moment you install that in people's phones and all that, right? Wow, social distancing to the max, yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, speaking of which, uh, what happened to the other trace together tokens that we were supposed Those, to get? yeah. Like? <laughs> yeah bit of that, uh. After election gone, already. Yeah. No more, already.
0: Yeah, why <laughs> they're like, fuck <laughs> it, man. You know, we, we, we got parliament, yo. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, But maybe they could modify yeah, actually, it, like yeah. They could modify the trace together. Now it's like, uh what do you call it ah? uh, socially distanced together app ah. like, no, you, know, you cannot so get too maybe, close maybe to each other this,
0: this is where restaurants also
1: like when you go in you have to
0: you get a token you know something Correct. so and it kind of like yeah there's some proximity thing or something or you just every restaurant has CCTVs yeah, so yeah, you yeah. just record every fucking thing Um and yeah to kind of make sure the customers are held accountable you are protected I don't know, man. Like, now they're so... The, okay, the one thing is, what I was going to say is there's, there's so many new technological gaps, technological inefficiencies, but you know who's having the best year of every, any kind of gadget, uh, metaphorically speaking or not? The fucking QR code, man. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, You know, years ago when the QR code came up and everyone was like, fuck this, okay? Yeah. We will never use this. This yeah. technology is going to die out. When else has... And I don't think it's just... Is it just a Singapore thing? No, la. QR it, codes around just, the world, Yeah. Not, no, it's in... Oh, no, Save like entries. Trees.
1: Like, yeah, Save entries. Trees, I think is a very Singapore thing. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's a very yeah, Singapore yeah, thing. Yeah, right? it's very Singapore. Fucking yeah. QR codes, man. Yeah, correct it, correct. it just feels like, oh my God, that whole process is so archaic, but I guess that was what the wearable device was supposed to protect against, like, because if you have a wearable device, technically, you don't need to check in and check out of anything.
1: Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, God it's, damn. It's a... Uh, it's fun times, uh. Like, all the things you have to look out for, like, just... You know, uh, hanging out with friends also becomes a problem. I think I think uh, th- there's a survey out there that says like, I think forty percent of Singaporeans are getting very very tired of, uh, of the of all these measures already. So it's uh, oh yeah I mean we have to find we have to keep reinventing ways to you know make sure that people follow these rules uh. yeah. ah.
0: Yeah. people will never follow the rules lah. <laughs> Fuck it lah. Fuck you You're talking about
1: sexual grooming yeah. and, and all that, is it? No lah. Just in general lah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a dark podcast episode, yeah. That's okay, but we always end it with uh, a very positive note, which is one shock thing. One shock thing. So... Would you
0: yeah. like to go first? Only because I think mine might be a, a good way to close off the podcast, if I don't mind me saying... If why you, you don't why mind me... If I don't... You, how can you so sure? How can you so sure? I think so lah. You can think you, so? Do you trust me? Yeah, I think so.
1: I mean uh, okay
0: like Fuck yeah, you like well, okay, okay, I think so.
1: okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Uh Trust I mean, me, okay.
0: If you shit if you shit on my one shook thing then I would say you are beyond be like fucked up beyond, beyond all recognition or full bar. Yeah,
1: redemption, beyond redemption, redemption yeah. Idea. Uh I mean yeah. the, uh for me the the one shook thing is uh I I mean not sure if you all have been following like but this past week there was the Champions League uh, quarterfinals, and mm. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I I managed to wake up for one match uh, and it was the one where Barcelona was destroyed by Bayern Munich, eight that one, <laughs> like eight two, you know, like the, I I when I woke up, I remember I was looking at the score, I was like, wow, it's two one, but then after that, as I just sat through, and then they just started, they really score like it was like basketball, it was a basketball match or something uh. then I was really I realized like wow this we really at this point in the world where you know uh, there's a major there's a major pandemic sweeping across the world like the president of the USA is like authoritarian where like in 1984 and then like Messi is like the shittiest player on the pitch that that day (laughs) Mm. just tells you what uh, crazy universe it is right now
0: so was it a good game like like Bay, Le- Bay Leverkusen was fucking amazing. No,
1: Bayern, by Munich, this by Munich. By Munich, okay, yeah. by Munich, yeah. I mean they were really good but it was just shocking how how bad Barcelona looked compared to- I mean Barcelona's all a lot of older older players and, and a lot of young players that had promised but never fully fully delivered, But yeah when mm. you talk about changing of the guard or all that, I think I feel like we finally reached that that, that place already where we no longer, no longer think of Ronaldo and Messi as like, oh, the most important people to watch. Because, I mean, Juventus is out, Barcelona is out, so it's a whole new bunch of people already. La.
0: Because, yeah, when I saw the scoreline, I was like, shit, wait, could Champions League quarterfinal, did Barcelona feel a weak team or something? No, but it was oh, like everyone, yeah, full Arsenal, right?
1: It, they really tried. So it was just like, wow, you know, like because it, it's been so long since we watched competitive football between like these European clubs and everything. So it was just a. Yeah. Wow, I think I guess the the uh, circuit breaker. I mean not circuit breaker. The lockdowns and everything just made uh, exacerbated the differences between these clubs. Uh, where they cannot consistently play and train and everything as per normal. Uh. So so yeah. Uh, I mean it was my one shock sure thing. It's just because like again now like, we are seeing something very historic, a changing of guard. You know, uh mm-hmm. this year in football. Changing of guard. Uh. Ah, yeah.
0: fucking now football also like. You know, last time like whenever there's Messi or Ronaldo or something or some spectacle, they were they still felt like like at their peak. But now Mm. for them also I feel bad. I mean, okay, I don't feel that bad for Messi lah, to be honest, because now there's talks of him apparently wanting to leave Barcelona or something. Yeah, yeah. So so I just feel like ah fuck. Like that's what that's what differentiates me, differentiates Ronaldo from Messi for me. Ronaldo carries the team. And Messi, like his skill carries his team his team, but I don't know. I've never found him the most charismatic person, mm,
1: Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. But yeah no, so I mean, I just, it's not it's not a super yeah. one. I, I I don't I won't be angry with you for shitting on my one shot thing. Shitting on because <laughs> my mine was a bit of a, a bit of a also nostalgic or melan- melancholic kind nostalgic, of one shot yeah. thing, uh. And I enjoy I yeah. the process of looking back in history and understanding that we are you know we are bearing witness to a changing of the guard in in the current sport right mm. now. So so it's it's a very it's still a very blessed thing that. You know, a very first world problem that, you know, we... You know, in the middle of this pandemic, we can still watch these people play football and still be fucking amazing, yeah.
0: That's true. And you're doing it all in Lisbon or something, is it? Portugal, yeah, yeah, Portugal. Everyone's, been
1: flown, yeah. everyone's been flown to Lisbon. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So it's quite interesting, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so what's your okay, epic okay. one shot thing that is un- untouchable? No, like it's, no,
0: it's not epic. It's just that this morning... um. I woke up and, yeah, I didn't wake up in the in the best mood for a variety of reasons and then I checked my Facebook inbox and I actually got a message from the sister of one of my best friends who's based in the UK mm. and she kind of sent a message that talked about like how how much she enjoys the podcast and how it really this podcast. makes her... Yeah, this podcast. It this not, pro- not this Michelle podcast Obama,
1: not Michelle Obama's podcast or something.
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, you're just trying to fucking shit on it. <laughs> no, I just so, asking. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean, I like yeah. Of course, of course. Like, uh, she's the, the sister of one of my best friends, who's based in the UK. And but like, just her kind of saying that. Um, yeah. Uh, let me just see. It, it just feels like uh, she said she feels. It's, it's a, a much-needed connection to Singapore lah, that she never mm. knew that she missed. So I guess I guess my point in saying that is that I think as much as, like, um, I think uh, it's really warms the cockles of my heart to know that uh, our our podcast kind of, like, touches people, not only in Singapore abroad, but to also let people know that every message they send, right, really means a fuck ton to us. Lah. Because, I mean, just to think that when we started this, uh, yeah, it was just kind of like, okay, we started this at the start of the year, it was meant to supplement like whatever we're making on YouTube and Facebook and our TV shows and all that. But everything came to a halt and we've continued doing this. And yeah, it just feels like more so than any content we've created in the past, right? I, I really feel that this one has even more impact than anything we've made before. Um on a consistent basis, like even though we're we're not getting like hundreds of thousands of views like we did on our on our Facebook videos, YouTube videos, but the messages we've been getting, yeah, I fucking every time I see a message like that, and to everyone else who has sent a message in similar nature, right? It really fucking means a lot to us. La. But how about
1: those people who disagree with us and everything? And you you, I you mean, just disagree or delete also, that's great. You could delete.
0: Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one I'm like, oh you know, it's nice, they took the thing, but thank you. Next <laughs> No, even that even that, if they don't just, uh, anyhow, just say I'm a disappointment to people of colour, uh, but they actually oh, yeah, articulate why I'm a disappointment to people of colour, I actually still appreciate that. So, so just wanted to, to to say a big thanks to everyone who has sent us a message in the past. Um, and hopefully, there will be more to come. But but yeah, just know that as much as we uh, apparently provide something to you guys, you guys also provide a lot to us lah. Okay, Ah, I got got nothing to say. Shit on that, Terrence. got nothing to say. Shit on that, bitch. (laughs) got nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm sure you also feel the same way, right? We have spoken about the messages that we've received about people on ships who listen to our podcast. Mm. People like from fucking Canada and all that who listen to our podcast, which is like,
1: holy shit, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, one of the things, like, some feedback we got also was, you know, how do people feel about the recent interview podcast we've been doing versus you know just the regular podcast where we talk within the two of us as well. and some people yeah. have said yeah actually they, they also they actually prefer when it's just us talking just two of us uh, but <laughs> at the same time I also some sometimes feel like we need to get people in so that we learn a different perspective and all which which has been, yeah, yeah. even for us as human beings, we are learning at the same time while we talk to these people. So, so, so yeah. you know, give us a bit of space also to explore who we want to talk to and all that, right? I think, I think it's yeah. it I think, I think good. Yeah, and I think
0: if, like, suggestions of people that maybe even you know of or you think would be great on the podcast, given that if you're listening for a while, you kind of are familiar with the way we like to do things, the way we like to cover topics, yeah, just suggest it. We have a subreddit, a thread on our subreddit called Ideas to Talk About, um and just put it there um, and and yeah we like we do use that for reference once in a while thinking of topics so so just know that you are being heard
1: yep 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 cool
0: cool cool, cool. all right that. guys yep yeah i can't shit on that all right thanks for listening guys and we will talk to y'all soon Bye.